Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are my journals out loud. And as you saw from the title, uh, I wanted to speak to something uh, that one is kind of happening to me right now, so I wanted to do it real quickly while I can get the gist of it uh, and why it won't make sense to most people and why when you see in the title what happens when you are just too much It is a huge issue for those of us who understand exactly what that means. And this is specifically really for women who are just too much. Uh, Men have a little bit more room in this arena. And it's something that does not get talked about, which is one of the reasons why I've been doing these podcasts, but not as well as I would like. And we'll talk about that too. So deep breath, three-minute intro, jump ahead if you don't want to listen, and I will see you on the other side. Tell me why! Tell me why! It's the end of the world as we know it. It's It's the end. Dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. How do we get, how do we get so brave? Since day one, something's been missing. I, I know it's time to transition to. It's a brand new day, and I am so glad you're here. My name is Jill, and these are my journals out loud. I draw on them to bring you a podcast focusing on those of us who are wired for danger in both the fight and the fallout, because my heart and mission is to serve you and yours, and what I know to be true as a wired for danger human. The quest for meaning is Without a mission we are willing to die for, there is no purpose or meaning to live for. We are not special, but necessary. Our lives are often hard, and they rarely end well. But even knowing all of this, we just can't not do what we were born to do, because we can't stop being who we were born to be. If you are new, I hope you'll listen and see if any of this rings true. And if so, you are not alone. And with that, we are so glad you're here. I've been looking for a place that I'd rather be. I've been searching for my own destiny. I raise my gun to the sky and scream out loud. This is my life. This is my hope. This is what Fighter, 
And we are back. Okay, so what do I exactly mean by too much? And what I mean by that is often those of us who I would call wired for danger, uh, which is such a subtle and nuanced uh, explanation. I was trying to explain it to somebody and they couldn't hear me. And the problem is, is if you don't understand how it feels, it's extremely difficult to understand what I'm talking about. And I think that's just the problem we all have. We come at things so differently in the world. And oftentimes, you know, we only can focus, listen, and hear through the lens of our own beliefs, our own experiences. And, uh, you know, you heard me speak to the lizard people video and the woman in the lizard video, right, was screaming and she was very upset. And you can hear all the different ways people have interpreted that to one, uh, she's credible, two, that she's drunk, three, that she's hysterical and idiotic. And you know, almost all of those quote-unquote explanations come from this sense of superiority. These are public people making these statements. The sense of superiority that their understanding is the correct understanding. And if you're that woman, you are the only one that understands why you were upset and how you were uh perceived is a source of great pain and frustration. And, you know, we just, we live in this crazy world where, you know, everybody has the right to comment on everything about everyone. And it's extremely difficult. You know, it just didn't used to be that you were, there was a lot more privacy in how we functioned in the world. And so maybe our tiny circle uh, let us know what they thought about us, but we didn't have the whole world coming down on their beliefs about and through their perceptions about who and what we are are and how we function in the world. And so part of my wanting to have these conversations, especially uh, as you heard me in the last audio speak to the fact that, uh, you know, the men who are wired for danger are probably never going to hear these things. And you know, my capacity to understand that is limited to a man's experience, but I have a tremendous capacity to understand a woman's experience as a wired for danger human. And I know when I have conversations face to face with someone, man or woman, about some of the ideas, there's just this sense of recognition. And when you don't understand, there's a lot of difficulty. There's a lot of trying to explain it to themselves. The other is trying to explain it to themselves in a way that they are comfortable with. But as the Wired for Danger person, what you're hearing from the other, it just makes you feel bad because the other can't understand what you're saying. And so it makes you feel unseen and unheard. And we respond to that in a lot of different ways. But 
which is what makes life difficult. And, and what makes it difficult right now is how vast the chasm is in terms of what's going on out in the world. And we're all much more hyped up and much more public, you know, than we probably have ever been in our history, not just our personal history, but, you know, we've never had in our known history as humans, the ability to see and listen to all these other people and all the ways they're being in the world. And it's exciting when we find somebody that makes sense to us. And it's horrifying when other people make fun of us, right? And that's everybody. I don't know anybody that likes the way it feels when other people don't understand and then they move forward in a shaming or humiliating uh, effort, which is what, you know, I heard quite a few people saying about that woman on the plane screaming about that guy and none of us were there, so none of us know what's real. It's hard to remember that. Just because you even watch a video doesn't mean you really know what's real. And what I wanted to cover today with this topic about being too much, uh, what that means is that you're usually as a Wired for Danger person, you have a lot of energy when it's focused and it's like a bullet and it comes at people and people who are uncomfortable with intense energy. If you're a freeze or flight person, that intense energy makes you shut down. And, and what we do in the world today is we make the other person wrong because they're making us uncomfortable. And that's a lot of what we're seeing out in public is like that lady, she's having an intense reaction. Her fight, flight, freeze, you know, her sympathetic nervous system went off and she had an intense energetic reaction of too much. And so when that energy is too much for some people, sorry, the dogs are waking up, the microphone is moving, ugh, whatever. Uh, when that energy is too much, then we shame it or we humiliate it or we disregard it. Uh, we don't seek to understand what what is it she's, she's upset about. Was it real? No. What's important is to make ourselves comfortable because she's too much. So we need to shut her down. We need to make her wrong. We need to dismiss her. We need to shame her. And that's just a tiny micro cosm of how our interactions go with friends, family, work, the public, all day, every day. Ugh, the dogs. All right. And so when I say, what do you, you know, it's hard when you have too much that a lot of what we choose to do is to just retreat. Right. Because especially as children, you know, the feedback mechanism is you're just too much. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, feedback about that. Now, you know, you're just too much. So we're going to put you on medication. Uh, you're just too much. So we're going to diagnose you and uh, tell you. I'm sorry, I'm changing the microphone again. Oh, sorry. Uh, you're just too much. So we're going to put you through classes so that you can behave in a way that makes us all comfortable. But if you were standing in a group 
and some reptile creature was coming at you, it wouldn't be too much if three or four people from that crowd charged forward to protect you, right? Then it's okay. Then it's okay to be too much. Uh, And that was my experience, you know, in the hospital and in other situations is that for everything that people didn't like about me when it was needed, then it was okay, right? So the constant feedback was, I don't like how you are until you need that thing that I don't, that you don't like. And if you didn't have that too much, you would never be capable of responding in that crisis moment, which is what I was talking about with the dogs, right? If everybody was a freeze or flight person, the dogs would just sit there and still be locked up or somebody would have called 911 and stood around for three hours while somebody waiting for someone else to show up and take care of it, right? Or just not even come out of the house, right? Just hide and pretend like nothing's happening or whatever we do because we can't deal with it. And so nature, God, however you want to look at it, created certain people that can deal with situations that are too much for everybody else, but then those same people can't stand it when you're too much when there's not a crisis or there's a situation which you feel that that reaction is inappropriate. And a lot of what Trigger started this off for me is I had listened to a biography you know, me and my podcasts, uh, I love listening, you know, to audio while I'm doing other things. And it was on Emily Dickinson. And, you know, I like to write poetry. I don't like to read it. So I'm not very familiar with her as a poet. I don't know her history. I just know it's a name I recognize from history. Uh, And this, uh, it's the history chicks that I like to listen to because they talk about, you know, different women in history. And so they were doing uh, Emily Dickinson. And so I just, you know, decided to listen to it. And it was such a fascinating uh, biography because it didn't have anything to do with the imagery that we have about, you know, a woman in, you know, the late 1800s with, with, you know, the the one or two pictures or portraits in which she looks very meek and very reserved and very formal. Uh, There was a movie uh, that I tried to watch and it was just so painful to see the way they played her as this meek, formal, reserved, confined person because that was what we believed women should be at the time. And listening to the history of her, I recognized her as, oh, she's one of us. She's one of those she's too much kind of people, person. And she's known for being uh, a recluse uh, in her, you know, over 20-year-old Uh, Once she got into her mid-20s, she just retreated and stayed at home and became basically phobic. She wouldn't even uh, meet people who were strangers. And so we have an image of her being unable to cope with the world. But listening to her biography, I'm like, oh man, she is probably exactly what I'm talking about. Because as a child, she was all over the place. She was too much. She was outside. She was causing trouble. She was speaking up. She was the gang leader, you know, for adventures. Uh, She was 
huge in her energy system and she was too much and she got the repeated feedback of that's not okay. And she had a family that accepted this about her and protected her and allowed her to one, be too much and then to retreat. And they they understood that what was going on with her her creativity, her poetry, when she retreated from the world, she took all that too much energy and focused it into her poetry. And even they didn't understand how prolific she was till after she died and they found out how much she really had. And she would say things like, I need to, there's too much inside of me. I have to put it all out before I die. And at some point, you know, in her adult years, she started to lose her eyesight. And so she panicked. I have to get this out before I can't see because she was too much. She was too much uh, out in the world. And there was a man that she had an eight year, uh, it was an editor. So it was a, it wasn't a romantic relationship, but they had an eight year, seven or eight year uh, letter exchange. And at some point he came to visit her and after walking away, he was the, the, the essence of the exchange was, she's just too much. I, it's going to take me a long time to recover from being in the presence of her. And, you know, this is sort of my point, is that do we want to just keep medicating people that we call mentally ill? Or do we want to understand that some people are just too much, and yet they make us uncomfortable, but maybe they have a purpose in the world that we don't understand. You know, the great artists are often considered bipolar or have some other kind of quote-unquote mental illness that in the past, we protected those people. The fam- I think about Jackson Pollock, and while I'm not a fan of his paintings, I remember, you know, some of his story and that his... The people around him protected him so that he could create art. In the world today, we would medicate him and manage him so that he became more consistent and less of too much. We're very, most fight, flight and fright people, flight, fright, freeze and flight people are uncomfortable with too much energy. And most wired for danger people have, at certain points of time, too much energy. There's too much push. And when that push comes at us, when it's unwanted, we make the other person wrong. Uh, When we need extra push, then that person becomes a hero. And the problem in the world today is that we want to medicate it and we want to classify it and we want to label it and we want to shame it and we want to humiliate it and we want to box it up and we want it to go away unless something bad is happening and then we want to pull it out and use it. And and I can understand that all intellectually, and I can sit here and explain it to everybody. But for those of us who are on that too much continuum, that just our natural way of being in the world is often too much. And we put all this energy into pretending like we're 
everybody, we're like everybody else. And pretending it's okay to be dialed back all the time and to be pretending that we're not, uh, you know, too much at some times and not enough at other times is exhausting. And, you know, we, most of us retreat. We, we like to be alone or people become addicts or they have to use drugs and alcohol to moderate this too much energy because we don't in today's world recognize it for what it is. We want to control it and we want to manage it and we want to put it back into the world so that those who aren't too much are comfortable because you aren't enough like me and and the reality is there's way more people in the world who are uh, flight and freeze people than there are fight people because you don't want a lot of fight people because they just make a lot of problems for the world because there's too much right we stir things up we create problems we start fights we argue uh, right we're we tear things apart you know it's we're very destructive in many many ways to civilization but we're necessary for civilization we are necessary for the survival of the species and i just wanted to speak to this today because you know it's come up for me again recently and i wanted to capture the way that feels you're wrong because you want to know too much and i don't want to know this and so for therefore you have to be wrong and you know something was said to me that was so insulting you know i'm still seething about it but it wasn't said because it's true. It was said because who I am is too uncomfortable for the other person. So they have to make me wrong in order to stay in their comfort zone of not wanting to know certain things. But we're in a moment in time where like, there's these tremendous truths being revealed. We're in a time where, you know... A lot of chaos is erupting and people are having a lot more trouble uh, not feeling afraid or not uh, wanting to look. And people who want to look, who don't want to be afraid, are getting excited because big things are happening. But then that becomes too much energy, right? It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. And that too much is really just a lot of energy pushing and when you're somebody who doesn't want energy pushed at you, then you shut down and you have to make the other person wrong. It's a very sophisticated way of being in the world to understand. It's not personal. It's just a push-pull-pause thing to separate the emotional component and just understand, oh, that's a lot of energy coming at me. Uh, but instead, we make the content, we make the message wrong instead of understanding that it's just the energy coming at us that's too much. Now, it gets hard when, you know, the house is on fire and the person doesn't want to recognize that the house is on fire and your too much energy is trying to pull the person out of the house on fire uh, and they don't want to leave and then being okay with just letting that go. So I, there's too much nuance to all this to really have a conversation and now the dogs are moving around and all those other things are happening. Uh, and the real crux, the only thing I wanted you to hear about all of this is for those of us who are too much, I just wanted to say I totally understand how that feels. When you have too much in you and the world can't take it and you are shamed and you are humiliated and you are 
pushed down and you're called names and you're medicated and labeled and all these things that that get done to those of us who are quote unquote too much uh, I just wanted to acknowledge us because I also think at the same time our too muchness is something that's valuable something that's essential something that is important it may not be every moment of every day it may be once in our entire life that that too muchness is why we were born. You know, I don't believe we're necessarily born to have, you know, 80 to 100 years of perfection. Sometimes we come into the world maybe to do just one thing and all the rest of that time is just kind of, you know, treading water. We don't understand things from our tiny perspective. But for all of you who can understand what I'm saying around this You're just too much feedback that we get. I know it's really hard and I know it sucks. Uh, And I just wanted to acknowledge us that we're not wrong. We're not bad. We're not failures. We're just born sometimes in a time where our too muchness isn't wanted or appreciated, but that it is necessary and that within each of us, There is something and there's a reason why we were born with our too muchness. Uh, And we may or may not ever understand what that was. But like Emily Dickinson, she just felt all of this in her. And, uh, you know, to wrap that story up, she only published like one poem anonymously uh, in her entire life. It wasn't until after she died that her poetry uh, was put out because that guy that she had the, uh, that was an editor that she had the uh, letter relationship told her, your poetry is too much. It's too much. People won't be able to take your poetry. Uh, when she died, the person who put it out publicly said it was too much. So she, the lady edited it and made it more traditional and didn't allow it to come out in its original form. And it wasn't until decades later that her poetry was given to the world in the way that she created it. Because finally, other people got out of the way of this idea that, well, what she wrote down is too much. The average person can't take it. And so it's just, it's a very subtle thing. It's a very real thing. And it's just something I wanted to touch on because Uh, especially for those of us who are women, you know, we're hysterical, we're overly emotional. Uh, You know, my favorite is you think too much, you you feel too much, you push too much. Uh, There's just this constant never ending feedback from the outside world that you're too much. Uh, And then, you know, well, why do you spend so much time alone? And I spend so much time alone because I hate the feedback that you're too much. I would rather be alone like Emily Dickinson, and be allowed to be who I am in my own way than to be with other people with having to pretend I'm not who I am. And so I wanted to put this out here because the real purpose of this podcast and the work I'm trying to do is for those of us who are built in a way that the world doesn't like and it's not comfortable with, Uh, And to create a space where those of us who get what I'm talking about 
can just take a breath and realize that we are wired in a way that other people don't understand, but it doesn't make us wrong and it doesn't make us bad, and that we have to do extra work to get along out in the world. But in our most natural state, the world perceives us as too much. And it's okay to be too much. It's not easy, but it's okay. And with that, I'm going to take a big old deep breath, give you something to think about for those of you who understand it. For those of you who don't, well, that's just the way it is. (laughs) So deep breath, my friends, and I will see you next time.